Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Linestar Sports. Go check them out on Twitter at Linestar DFS and at Linestar MLB. Always tweeting out awesome content and free giveaways. So check all that good stuff out there and download the app in the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. So much fun. So many awesome things in the palm of your hand. Uh, the lineup optimizer, the chat, the value tools, so many things. Check that out. Also, if you like the podcast, if you give a rating and review on iTunes, we would truly appreciate it. And ch- check it out on the Lionstar YouTube channel as well. Subscribe and share there. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, my friend? I'm a little disappointed. I didn't get that third home run in a row. Stanton let me down, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm just happy I got two days in a row, so hopefully... We can get another one today. Uh, D-backs lost too, but we get, did get to see some young guys. Gilbert got called up for Seattle. We got to watch him a little bit. Kelnick uh, got in there as well. So still a great day of baseball. Yeah, it was pretty good. Please, I had a no-no going into the eighth, but only two strikeouts because he was getting squeezed quite a bit. So that was interesting. Rogers was good in his return. Yep. Uh, pitching was interesting when Chichi Gonzalez pretty much leads the way on the mound because Coors went full Coors. Just like we expected, right? Yeah. yeah we yeah. we definitely called. We definitely didn't call him a loser or anything. No, so. not at all. It really stunk <laughs> when Sinzel goes out after like the first inning and then Moustakis leaves the game. It just really throws the whole thing on its head. So that was fun as well. Yeah. But it was fun. It was a good night of baseball. Um, a lot of goods, lots of bads. Giants keep winning. Just got to throw it out there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's fun time, fun time of year. But we have 13 games. 13. 13 whole games to go through on a Friday. So we're not going to waste any time here and we're going to get cracking on this one right out the gate. We have the New York Yankees at the Baltimore Orioles. Kluber Kramer over under of nine on this one. Kluber's 91 on DK 85 on FanDuel. Kramer is 54 on DK 6K on FanDuel. I'm pretty sure we can both agree. Kramer is not in the works for us tonight. I'm a pretty much never Kluber guy, but are you interested? Cause since they've changed over to Higosh- Higoshioka, He's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like you said, two of his last three starts have been quality. Uh, 21 to 6 uh, strikeout to walks over those three as well. But the XFIP is way worse. It's 4.33 than his ERA is 3.06. I'm just not really interested. Too many other good pitchers on the slate. Yep, pretty much with you there. And, you know, anytime you can get a, a powerful offense in Camden Yards, you got to be pretty excited. It stings. Glaber Torres got popped for COVID because he loves going to Camden Yards. But uh, there's a lot of other things to like. What bats are you targeting in this one? Uh, yeah, there's some good, there's some good PVB data here. Uh, LeMay Hughes four for 11 with a double against Kramer. Stanton is three for five. Frazier's two for eight with a double and a triple. So there's a little bit of that. And like you said, uh, either side of bats, since we're not naming pitchers here that we're taking Mount Castle 35 and 24 Mullins 43 and 3000 Mancini is expensive on DK 51, but he's 31 on FanDuel, so that's a decent price. And then Judge and Urshela, I would be willing to pay up for it as well. Yeah, I'm good with the big bat Yankees. Like, all of whatever you want in a stack there works for me against Kramer. But uh, the Orioles, on a smaller slate, I'd potentially be much more interested. Uh, on this side of slate, I'm kind of like, you know what? 
I don't know if I need to force my hand per se in this one. If you want to get some, you know, values here and there, you can, but they're not as cheap as you'd like them to be, and there'll be better values later on in the evening. Let's head to Boston, Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim at the Boston Red Sox. We do not have a total on this one yet, which is awesome to see. We have, oh, because Pavetta's coming off the IL. You have Griffin Canning versus Nick Pavetta. Canning's 59 on DK, 71 on FanDuel. Pavetta's 85 on DK, waiting on FanDuel. Do either pitchers check the box for you tonight? No, Canning has no quality start so far this year. Pavetta, like you said, is coming back, and his walk per nine is 5.4 so far this year, and he's another guy with the XFIP way higher than the ERA, 467 XFIP, 319 ERA. I'm going to pass on pitching here. It's all about hitting. Yeah, I would say for DK, if you wanted to get really wild with Canning, you can just for the strikeout upside against Boston, but it's extremely risky. So know that going into it. Just value pitching is not the like most Luis ideal Castillo spot. last night. Yes, uh, and that turned out to be beautiful for everyone involved. I mean, he had nine minus like eight DK points, so that was beautiful. But uh, that means you want all the bats, right, Bobman? Yeah, I mean, you know, stack either side. You know, the, the Boston bats are expensive. Devers, 6,039. Uh, J.D. Martinez, 5541. Xander, 5933. And Marwin, 39-26 have all been hot. Um, Kurt Suzuki is 4 for 12 in his career with a bomb against Pavetta. Jared Walsh is 47-3300. Jose Rojas, Shohei Otani, David Fletcher, and Taylor Ward has been hot recently yep. too. So, uh, yeah, there's some bats on both sides to buy. Yeah, Ward's a value I've been liking. Don't look at just his overall stats. Dig deeper. The dude's hitting the ball very hard right now. So he's a, a sneaky fun one to have out there. Jared Walsh, Shohei Otani. Like those two bats quite a bit if you want to target Pavetta in this one, especially Walsh. He is just mashing right-handed pitching, so someone to keep an eye on in that one. Let's head to Tampa Bay, the Mets at the Rays. This should be a fun one to watch. Peterson and Glass now over under seven in this one. Peterson 74 on DK, 66 on Fandle. Glass now 10-9 on DK, 10-5 on Fandle. I honestly I love Glass now tonight, but I think you can make a small argument for Peterson too, but what do you like here? No, I'm with you. So I'm not going to be invested in pretty much any bats here at all. But because I'm with you, Glasnow is rolling. Six of his eight starts have been quality. He's just been great. Peterson hasn't given up more than three earned runs in any game. Uh, and he has a nice 11.08K per nine. He has two quality starts and then three games under four innings pitched. So uh, four innings or under pitch. So he's a little frustrating, but I kind of like him against Tampa Bay. So I like both sides of the pitching here, which means I'm not going to be in on hitters. Yeah, no, I like both sides of the pitching. And one last thing, when you want to look at uh, good old Tampa Bay here, they've been struggling a lot lately when it comes to uh, facing left-handed pitching. So it's definitely one thing I want to I want to take a look at here facing um, Peterson. As you mentioned, he's pitched so well, uh, less than three runs. But Tampa Bay on the season, they're striking out almost 32% of the time versus left-handed pitching with an 86 WRC plus. So definitely something you can target. I don't think many people will go to Peterson on this slate. So as an SP2 on DK, I like him at 74. And then love glass now at 10.9. There's too much upside there. But I'm with you. We're going to pass on the bats on this one. Yeah. Let's head to Detroit. Cubs at the Tigers. You got Arietta coming off the IL against Tariq Skubal. Over under eight and a half on this one. Arietta 64 on DK, 77 on FanDuel. Skubal 52 and 63. I know some people make an argument for Arietta. I don't Arietta. So I don't want either pitching in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, and I get the argument because half of his starts have been quality, three for six, but he gave up seven 
the last time out. The only thing that I would, I'm not going to fight you if you want to play him because he's cheap and they're playing Detroit. So those are both good signs, but Cubs are back to not hitting very well again. So, you know, uh, the guys that have been hot recently are like Jock Peterson and Wilson Contreras and not much outside of that. So I kind of like some Detroit bats here. You know, uh, Robbie Grossman's been hot and he's cheap. All these guys are fairly cheap. You know, 34 and 29. They actually did move Harold Castro's price up 31 and 2000. Uh, Candelario's 41 and 26, but Scope is 2522. Should he be in the lineup? So I kind of like some Detroit bats. Yeah, Detroit's another nice cheap value stack. Like we talk about almost every slate with Grossman, Goodrum, uh, Candelario. Those are the main suspects. And you mentioned Castro and company. You can have some fun there. The one thing I will mention with the Cubs, their offense is dreadful. But when they have done well, it's been versus left-handed pitching. So the Chris Bryant's, the Javi Baez, the Wilson Contreras of the world, I don't hate it. They're going to be super expensive, so that really, really stings. But this is the time. If you're going to ever use the Cubs, this is the time to do it. So keep that in mind. Like, even if you want like Bryant in a cash lineup, I could see the appeal in that one. Philadelphia at the Toronto Blue Jays in wonderful Dunedin. And we have really no rain in the forecast, but in it's Dunedin. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Dunedin, 15 mile an hour winds blowing out to right field. So <laughs> write that one down when you're when you're looking at this later. Vinny V versus Steven Matz over under Bogman, 10 and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Velasquez has a top 10 worst walk per nine in the league right now at 6.08. And against Toronto in Dunedin, pass. Matz, first three starts were quality, but hasn't had one in his last four also pass so it's stack 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 both sides i actually kind of like some philly hitters here mm-hmm. against mats uh herrera is cheap and it has been hot there's some good pvb data here too uh gene segura is eight for 15 against mats with three doubles uh a triple and two homers hitting 533 against him bryce harper's 10 for 29 with five doubles and a bomb uh kingry who hasn't been hitting but is six for 19 and he's Almost free, 2,100 and 2,000. Uh, six for 19 with two homers against him. Uh, T. Oscar has hit Velasquez before, three for eight with a bomb. And then there's just hot guys on both sides. Uh, Herrera, McCutcheon, Knapp, Miller, all for Philly. Simeon, Bichette, and Biggio are all bats I'm interested in in this game. Yeah, Simeon is one of my – Simeon and Hernandez would be like my top two Blue Jays just for how hot they are. Then you just you, you, you sprinkle on the rest, your Bichettes, your great chicks. Your Vladitos, if you want. Uh, Rowdy Telez will be back in the lineup, and he's super cheap because they haven't had a DH all week. He'll be back in the lineup versus Vinny V. Just, that, there's some Blue Jays value for you in this one. And I don't mind that the Philadelphia side. This is a game stack. This is a Coors Field type environment here, and I love it because you got you got Harper versus a lefty. That's fine, but Kutch has been swinging it well, like you mentioned. Uh, Segura, you got Hoskins. It's the only time Bomb ever hits is versus a lefty if he hits it all, so... Lots of ways to go. I prefer the Toronto side. I think most people will. So if you want to bring it back with some Phillies to make it different, don't hate that at all. Let's go to Milwaukee. Atlanta Braves versus the Milwaukee Brewers. And we do not have a total on this one. A lot. Yeah, it should be very much because we got our buddy Drew Smiley versus our other buddy Adrian Hauser. I know people will make an argument for an SP2 with Smiley because Milwaukee's that bad, but I am not one of those people, Bogman. Do you want either pitcher in this one? I just don't think there's enough K upside for Smiley, mm-hmm. so I- I'm I'm going to pass. Hauser, two quality starts in a row, uh, but he's too up and down with the strikeouts, too. He's had one game of 10 and one game of 7 
Everything after that is four or fewer in his other five starts. So I'm going to pass on pitching here too, but I don't like a lot of hitting here either. I mean, Renzo Kane uh, has a good track record against Smiley four for 10 with a homer, but not a lot of hot bats on either side. You know, obviously Garcia has been hot. Like you have mentioned the last couple shows, your favorite, uh, the mayor being dung city and Travis Shaw 36 and 24. He's been hot. Swanson Freeman and Adrianza have been hitting, but I don't know. There's just not a lot of this game that I want. Yeah, it's pretty much find the value in this game. Don't go all in, but Kane Garcia and like Tyron Taylor, the three outfielders for uh, Milwaukee. Uh, I don't mind in this situation. And then I like the Adrianza value. You have him down here, 31 on DK, 2K on FanDuel. He's hitting fifth on Thursday. If Acuna's out, they might move people around. You might get Adrianza in there again, nice and cheap. So keep an eye on how they uh, attack that situation and go from there. Eventually, eventually Freddie Freeman's going to wake up. He's expensive, yeah. but eventually it's going to happen. And then it's going to be like a monstrous tear like we saw last season. So I have full faith in that one taking place. Uh, next one up, Texas at Houston. The Battle of Texas continues. Houston got the better in 11 innings, 4-3 to three on Thursday. We do it again on Friday. And it is Benjamin, Wes Benjamin versus Zach Granke. Over under nine. By now, everyone should know my feelings on Zach Granke. He's 95 on DK, 75 on FanDuel. There's no way I'm uh, putting Benjamin against Houston. So it's all about the bats in this one for me, Bogman. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the last, uh, what is it? I think four starts in a row for uh, for Granke. Last three starts in a row have all been four innings pitched. That Something's off. And this mm-hmm. is Benjamin's first start of the year. So pass on both sides uh, of hitting um, or of pitching, excuse me. Hitting is okay, though. David Dahl, uh, 5 for 18 against Granky with a double and a homer. 5 for 11 for K-Riss Davis with two doubles and two homers. So four of his five hits have gone for extra bases. And there's hot bats on both sides of this game. Uh, Garcia is still one of the best players. He's actually cheaper on DK than FanDuel. 3,200, 3,300. Our boy IKF is a decent price. Gallo, Nate Lowe, Willie Calhoun went yard again tonight. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Alex Bregman, and Michael Brantley, all expensive. Well, Tucker's actually cheap. And once again, another guy cheaper on uh, FanDuel than DK, 33 and 35. So uh, there's some bats to buy here. This is the stuff that makes me laugh about DK. Tucker was 35 on Thursday. He gets Benjamin making his first career start, and he's 33. Like I, mean, what? I didn't write that down wrong, no. did I? I mean, no, it's just that kind of stuff just makes me laugh. They do this kind of thing all the time. And I'm going to double check now because I'm sitting there going, what in the world? But I think you're hundred percent correct. Yeah. He's 3,300 bucks. That is freaking yeah. banana lands. Um, yeah. You just play him, <laughs> play him in cash, play him wherever you want. That is just dumb. But yeah, I love Houston against Benjamin. Most people will. So bring it back with Texas. Like Thursday, I had that approach. It was three to three after three or four innings and they didn't score again until the 11th. Like I was all excited. Things were going well. And then it's kind of, went cold i'll go back to that well with these two teams pitching is not the best for these two teams give me the bats and we'll see what happens there oakland at minnesota we have frankie montas matt shoemaker over under nine a lot of high totals tonight bogman so this is going to be a fun one montas has been on the big struggle bus he's 7k on dk 74 on fanduel shoemaker just as much 67 on dk 64 on fanduel this is the time to start loading up on bats again yeah, I mean, the pitching is for a big slate that we have here, I think it's 13 games, right? Um, yep. it, there is not a ton of pitching. You really have to pay up today. So I'm with you. Um, we haven't seen what we want yet out of Montas. Can't pay up for him. Shoemaker has two games without a strikeout and no quality starts since his first one. So pass. It's all about the bats here. 
Nelly Cruz, three for seven against Montas with a double and two homers. So all of his hits against him have gone for extra bases. Uh, Simmons, three for 11. Uh, Mitch Moreland is seven for 14 against Shoemaker. Uh, so he should be in the lineup and he's cheap, 33 and 2,300. He has a five homers and two doubles against him as well. So uh, really, really good track record. Scotty, five for 11 with two homers. Chapman, four for seven with a double. Uh, Jed Lowry is six for 23 with two doubles and a homer. Elvis Andrus, six for 22 with a double. And there's some hot hitters, too. Uh, Seth Brown, been hot, 29 and 2300. And then on Minnesota's side, Polanco's been hitting, Donaldson, Kyle Garlick, Luisa Rise, Willen Astadio. All these guys have been hitting. This is just, I think this game is going to blow past that over. What did you say it was? Nine and a half? It was nine. Yeah. Wonderful nine. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to blow past that. Yeah, when it comes to Oakland, I like the Jed Lowry, like Olsen, Moreland. Moreland's batting second on Thursday. That'd be a really nice sweet spot there. Then you can mix in your Connors and company too. So I like that aspect to it. And Minnesota, they're going to keep going. They're going to keep heating up here. Um, you get Larnack for basically free again. He's still going to be down there. He doubled on, on Thursday, had a double on Wednesday as well. So he's someone that might be slowly getting it figured out. So lots of value can be had with the expensive pieces here. So these are very stackable stackable spots here we have a lot of game stack potentials tonight which is wild to see and you want to talk game stacks let's head to colorado cincinnati at the rockies wade miley off the no-no versus herman marquez over under 10 the over under is lower than dunedin that is outstanding um <laughs> yeah miley at 71 on dk 65 on fandle marquez 56 on dk 7k on fandle if you want to make a marquez bid on dk as an sp2 i'll listen to it but Otherwise, I just can't take either pitcher in this one. I think I'd rather have Miley. I mean, I don't really want either one of them. And usually we fade guys coming off a no-hitter, right, Bob? But yep, yep. Uh, and, and he's in Colorado, so that should make it like a double, double fade here. Yeah. Right. But with very limited amount of pitchers that I want to buy in on, I don't hate Miley at his price. 71 and 65 isn't bad. Uh, Marquez has four quality starts, but three of them have been on the road. So don't really want either side. I'm not as confident in the bats here. I think the the higher over in the Toronto game is actually correct. So mm -hmm. there's been some hot bats here, though. I mean, Moustakis, uh, two for six in his career off of uh, Marquez. Uh, Elias Diaz is four for nine against Miley with a double. Uh, but after that, there's not much PVB data here. But there have been some hot bats, particularly on the Cincinnati side. Winker, Naquin, Senzel, Farmer have all been hitting. Uh, Blackman's picking it up. Ryan McMahon is picking it up again. And Daza has been hitting, and he's cheap. So those are the bats I like. It's not – I, I don't even think I'd stack this game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because Senzel left with an injury. Mustakas left with an injury, so you're going to see what happens there. Might be even more value. This game actually has a ton of value, which is weird. Um, like on, on Thursday – um, Connor Joe hit second. He had a couple knocks. He put up like 20 points and he was, he was two K on both sites. Um, Sounds so basically like a creative player. Connor yeah. You, you, you mentioned Daza Fuentes went deep and he was less than three K on DK. It's one of those check the lineups out. You might be able to cherry pick some like ridiculous value for a Coors field game to put with Coors South and Dunedin or one of these other games and just get like all these phenomenal offensive situations. I'm with you. I don't know if I want to full stack it because both, lineups aren't great but do they get the coolers effects or not it's tough and um it's it's a, it's a bad game that's i'm just gonna leave it at that it's yeah the pitching you don't really trust the hitting you don't really trust and it's coolers freaking field so you should be onto something but you're just not it's it's a really really bad game uh washington 
are at Arizona in this one. We do not have a total on this one because the D-backs have a new starter. We have Max Scherzer's 10-7 on DK, 12-5 on FanDuel, and I believe it's Riley Smith going for Arizona, 62 on DK, 57 on FanDuel. I'm not going to use any Smith making his debut, but I love me some Max Scherzer, especially at 10-7 on DK. Yeah, I mean, and Cabrera left. I mean, the D-backs are pretty banged up right now, but uh, I, I like Scherzer, but I don't want I don't want any bats against. It's not really against Riley Smith. It's just that Washington hasn't been very hot with the bats. I mean, Castro, Turner, and Zimmerman are about all I'm even interested in here. Uh, Peralta has hit uh, a little bit off of Scherzer. You know, once again, a guy that doesn't have a great average against him, 263, uh, five for 19 though two doubles and two homers. So when he hits Scherzer, he does touch him up a little bit, but uh, Rojas is a decent price. Pavin. I don't want to play guys against Scherzer though. So I'm really only interested in Scherzer and then maybe Turner and Castro. If he's in there. Yeah. Juan Soto always checks my box too, but yeah. um, Scherzer is pretty much all I want in that game. I'm with you there. Hopefully the roof is closed. So he doesn't give up four solo homers. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I like Scherzer. The West Coast games are where the pitching's at for the most part. Tonight. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Miami at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Sandy Alcantara, Clayton Kershaw, over-under of seven in this one. Alcantara is 89 on DK, 82 on FanDuel. Kershaw, 10,000 on DK, 11,000 on FanDuel. It's really weird. I kind of like both pitchers, and I kind of don't. This is one of those where the Dodgers offense is struggling so much. I want to kind of use Alcantara, but then they kind of blew up the last time out. And then Kershaw's hasn't been going deep, so it's yeah. really tricky. Yeah, Kershaw's had some hiccups, so if I'm going to pay up, I'll pay up for Scherzer. I'm not yeah. going to pay up for Kershaw. Alcantara, Scherzer, Scherzer and Glass now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, those are the big two. Alcantara, though, I want. Like you said, the Dodgers haven't been – they're not terrible, but they're not they're not themselves right now. And Alcantara has six quality starts and eight starts. He's got three in a row. Uh, there's limited strikeout upside here, 16 strikeouts over his last three games, so only three walks, but – I like him against this Dodgers lineup, so I think he's going to be at least my second pitcher in DK. Yeah, it's de definitely in play. I'll have to look more into that as we get see that Dodgers lineup. Do they throw out one of the goofy ones with half their guys resting? That'll be much more attractive, I'll say that much. So um, it's interesting there. What bats do you like in this game? Do you want to go uh, with a Jesus Aguilar versus Kershaw for fun, or where are you looking at? Yeah, I don't really want a lot of bats here because Kershaw makes me nervous, even though it's, these guys have been hitting. The Marlins have been hitting. I just watched them play Arizona. And they've been raking here. Miguel Rojas has been really good and has a good track record against Kershaw. Three for nine with a double and a homer. Uh, Garrett Cooper's two for six against him. Aguilar's been hot. But I don't really want to mess with any bats with these two pitchers going. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a tricky one. Uh, enjoy the pitching. Get the bats early. Pitching late. That kind of story. I uh, have two more games to break down for you. St. Louis Cardinals at the San Diego Padres. Johan Oviedo versus Joe Musgrove. Over under seven. Again, a pitching total for you there. And honestly, Oviedo at 72, DK 63, Fandle, and Musgrove 87, DK 8, Fandle. I don't mind either pitcher, especially with all the COVID issues San Diego's having. It makes Oviedo much more intriguing to me as an right. SP2. I love Musgrove at this price. I, I, it seems like the baitiest, like it's that bait gif right there. Yeah, yeah. At this price point, it seems way too good to be true, and I'm ready to just eat all the chalk on this one. Yeah, I'm not interested, honestly. Really? Uh, you know, yeah, Musgrove has one quality start in his five since the no-no, and that one was on April 19th. So I know, you know, St. Louis uh, hasn't been great, but there's some track record here too. Goldie, 
nine for 17 with two doubles and a homer against Musgrove. Tyler O'Neill, four for 11 with two homers. Molina's three for nine. Uh, Edmund is four for 12. And then uh, Arenado, Bader, Carlson have all been fairly hot recently. So I don't really want Musgrove. I think you're right. I think it is bait, and I'm not taking it. Well, it's a good thing we don't record a show Friday night because we can't talk trash to either one. <laughs> regardless of what Musgrove does, because I think I am going to take the bait, like not a hundred percent type stuff, but I just think the price point, even if he gives up a few, can get you 15 plus points and we're sitting pretty. So that's where I'm at. But Hey, the Cardinals have the talent. It's just, can they put it together? Are you with me on Oviedo potentially being an SP two against this beat, beat, yeah. beat up Padres team? Yeah. Honestly, I think I'd rather have Oviedo than Musgrove. So yeah, I, I'm okay with Oviedo. He's not my favorite, but I, I he's okay as a number two. So since you're fading Musgrove, are you going with some of these hot bats you're talking about? Yeah, man. I mean, I'll roll with Goldie. I'll roll with Arenado. I'll roll with O'Neal. So, yeah, whoever's in the lineup for St. Louis, I think I'm okay with. I'm just picturing Bogman like doing that writing dirty song right now with the with the Cardinals, just kind of <laughs> rolling with them. Roll, roll, roll. So, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's, it's going to be a fun one. The text messages will be hot. There you they go. Hating. I, I told you, I just pictured Bogman is kind of like the low rider, like 50 Cent, just kind of cruising through there with Goldie in the back. That's but, who I uh, always get compared to. It's me and 50 Cent. We have the yeah. same body type. So I, I believe it. it. It makes sense. I but, throw uh, better than him. So there's that. <laughs> you set that bar high. Um, <laughs> last last game of the night, Cleveland Indians, Seattle Mariners, Aaron Savali, Chris Flexen, over under eight. Uh, Seattle almost got no-no'd uh, again. I think that would have been like the second timer in the last week, basically. Um, Savali is 93 on DK, 91 on Fando, Flexen 69 and 62. No interest in Flexen for me, which I guess I could see an argument because Cleveland offense is bad, but – Give me Savali if you need him. I'm not in love with it, but I think he brings a very good floor to the action for you. Yeah, yeah, he's really only worth it because Seattle's been so bad, right? Yeah. So uh, four quality starts and seven starts, but 6.41K per nine is not sexy. Uh, but the price, I think, is fair. I don't think it's a value. If it was a value, I'd be all over him. Yeah. But 93 and 91 is just a little expensive. I don't really like, like you said, a lot of bats here either. I mean, Hernandez is three for six against Flexen. But uh, Rosario's been a little bit hot. Dylan Moore starting to heat up a little bit. So thirty-two and twenty-five. He went yard tonight. But I, I don't. I'm really not interested in bats in this game either. It's really just maybe Savale. Yeah, give me J Ram and Cash. I played him in Cash against Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, he's just he hit his eleventh home run of the year. I mean, the dude is just he's it's a good call. He's quietly raking on a very bad baseball team. So <laughs> just uh, enjoy that one while you can. But that is thirteen games, Bogman. Thirteen. Team yeah. games real quickly. What are your top stacks of the evening? Yeah, for stacks, I mean, you know, we talked about a couple of these. Uh, either side of Texas, Houston, I'm okay with. Uh, the Yankees, uh, Boston, and either side of Philly, Toronto is my favorite. You know, yeah. I think that game is going to be a lot of runs. Yeah, I like the Yankees, Philly, Toronto for sure. Toronto preferably, but both sides are large. Texas, Houston, as you mentioned. Some for some reason I feel like I need something in Coors Field, but I always like avoiding Coors <laughs> too, so that's nice. And uh, yeah, so pretty much I'm, I've got it narrowed down for now. We'll see how things change, but those are the main ones: Texas, Houston, Toronto, Philly, and some Yankees action. And then pitching in the evening. With all that being said, Bogman, it's that time of the night. It's our Friday night call. Everybody, go check out Line Star on Twitter at Line Star DFS and at Line Star MLB. Will, they will tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet it, three lucky people will be drawn to join us. And if the home run is hit, 
you can win some free swag. So, Bogman, on this Friday, May 14th, who is your home run call of the day? Give me Bo Bichette with that wind blowing out uh, in Dunedin uh, against Vince Velasquez. Bo Bichette, for me, is an easy pick. So, let's go, Bo. Yep, I like that one quite a bit. I'm going to stay in that same ball game, and I'm going with Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy Telez. He's going to be DH. You just want to get one with him. Like, yes, I feel I like once you get one with him, you'll quit picking him, right? I probably will. He's my boo. <laughs> but um, the wind blowing out to right, he's going to be DH and Vinny V on the bump. Give me Rowdy Telez going deep. He's going to be a value dong for all you folks out there. So, everyone, check out Line Start DFS on Twitter. And you can retweet this for a chance to win some free swag. But Bogman, another week in the books for the listeners, for us. And we just keep moving along. So That's right. it's good stuff. Again, check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BDentric. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. But until next time, good luck. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.